This is AI Podcast, not artificial intelligence, agency intelligence. Our team's going to be 10 times stronger than all the other teams. A platform for agents. When people think of niche marketing, they're thinking so small scale. In real life agencies, sharing their thoughts. All you need to do is get in front of more people. To transform an industry. Better coverages, uh, better pricing, just better everything. Real. The difference between givers, takers, and matchers. Agents. I guess I took a slightly different path coming to the agency. I know a lot of agencies. You can partner your clients with those companies that are looking for that specific target market. This is AI Podcast. Are you ready? I am. Let's go. All right, all right, all right, you loyal listeners. Welcome to another episode of Agency Intelligence, where I give you a real agent inside a real agency, giving you the real agency intelligence and not the artificial that they try to make you believe out there. This is Cass. He's back with you with your boy, Wagner. Now, you know, I like Wagner a lot because his name's Billy and my other mentor and idol in this world, Billy Williams. But then if you do also know, you know that he lives in the great state of Florida, which Cass is going to be a resident with him here in the next 12 to 14 months. So, And then if you've seen Billy live, you know that he's a genius at what he does. You know that his team absolutely loves him. There's got to be something wrong with him. I don't know. His wife probably hates him. But in the meantime, we all love him. Welcome to the show, Mr. Billy Wagner. How are you doing, buddy? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. It's always great to spend some time with you and some and agents and mm-hmm. trying to help people. So thanks for having me. And you know, I can always tell that when couples like yourself go hiking a lot, I can tell that you guys actually get along, right? Someone be like, why, yeah. why, why would you tell that? Because there's no better time for her to push you off right? There's no better time for her to get rid of you. So I thought to myself, I went hiking with my wife and I thought to myself, when I got to the bottom of the mountain, I thought, oh my God, she still loves me, right? She didn't push me off. (laughs) Yeah. My wife loves to, (laughs) my, my wife loves to hike. My, my kids think it's just walking outside. So they're not as, they're not as uh, attuned to it, but we enjoy the walking and the hiking and all that kind of stuff. And I'm sure she occasionally wants to push me yeah, off. you do. That's just part of being married. Yeah, I thought of that one time when I was watching somebody hike. I'm like, oh, they still love each other. They didn't kill each other. So anyways, you're watching Dateline. That's usually when they go. Hey, man. So, dude, you have had a really, really um, something that has come out. I mean, uh, let's be honest, loyal listeners, if you don't know who Billy is, you need to look who Billy is um, up. And, and Billy would tell you he's nothing more than an insurance agency owner, you know, out of uh, where you live in Florida. Ponte Vedra Beach. What is it? Ponte Vedra Beach. Ponte Vedra Beach. Wow, that yes. would take me some time. So he lives there and he dominates. And um, and and really, I think, Billy, you really, um, there's a lot of blowhards in this industry, right? There's people like me who do give good information, but at the same time, I'm trying to be radical. I'm out here doing this and that. You got David Carruthers out there doing his thing, kind of loud and obnoxious like I am. And and then you've got, you know, Jinx or you've got uh, Billy Williams with his, he's just an investor, right? You know, he's got his little thing. You got Ryan Hanley. He's like out there telling people, but he's like with Rogue and all this. And, and they're all great that they're all my boys. They're all people we know. But when you get on the stage, it's like a, um, there's a calmness. There's a, there's a realness, right? There's a, Hey, I love hype and the better ideas more than anybody. Cause I'm Billy Wagner and I like all those guys, 
But at the end of the day, when we're talking about what's happening from eight to five, let's let's get let's get methodical here in what we're doing. And I think that comes off as so genuine and rich. And you know that because people keep asking you. And so you decided now to put all this thought into a book. And I'm I'm loyal listeners. I'll be honest with you. I have not read the book. I did have not read it yet. I've been on I've been on vacation. I told him that I have not done that. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. So let's just start right there, Billy. Um, where did all this come from and, and, and why the book? Yeah, thank you for that. I think it's, uh, one of those things where I did a lot of searching and and development on myself. Like we, you know, we, we work on our, we work on our businesses, but do we work on ourselves? Right. And I, and I decided about two years ago, um, I, I worked on my why and I figured out like, what was my real reason? Why my mission, uh, and I came up with this mission that I want to help 100,000 people improve their lives and, and their family. And I just thought that that's what, you know, when you're on a mission, you're, you, you know, what you do is, you know, you act differently, you're lit up with energy, you're going somewhere. And so um, I just, when I decided that, I was like, okay, well, how do you, how do you get about that and how do you go and do it, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was doing it one-on-one I was doing it and I started scaling it with speaking and stuff like that. But when you put it in a book, it, it actually captures it. And I felt like I had a lot of stuff that could help people. And every time I spoke, I spoke on a subject and that became a chapter. And this is really a, uh, I mean, it's a business masterclass. It's everything that I learned. It's all my scars, my, you know, my failures and things that I was like, okay, let's try it this way and do it better. And you said it like uh, there's a lot of hype out there. For me, I don't love books on theory. I love books on strategy and technique. And that's what I wanted to try to do with this book is give people kind of a blueprint. And each chapter, it says, you know, to get started, this is what I would do. Step one, step two, step three. Mm. And it's um, it's been really, really cool. It's it's a lot of work. I mean, it took me about nine months to put it together. But I now it's built and I'm actually scaling impact and it's been really, really cool. Scaling impact, just like at your agency, but now in a book. Um, now, 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 Billy, here's – okay, so let's talk about this so they know some of your genius because we could go anywhere. But uh, loyal listeners, if you weren't there because it was sold out, sorry you weren't able to get there, you go to AIBrainShare.com. You can get in on the invite list for next year, March 29th, 30th, and 31st in New Orleans. Last year, though, in Kansas City, I asked Billy to do um, take about an hour or two to do some speaking. He led some great stuff for us. It was awesome. And you talked about autonomy. Remember that? You talked about – and it was something that kind of came out of left field for me because I think we, we forget that that's one of the reasons why we're doing what we want to do, right? Um, my son said to me the other day, he said, Dad, I hear, I hear business owners – talk about how all oh, they have to do this and all oh, they have to do that and the buck stops with them and if anything goes wrong at the end of the day it's their fault and da 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 he goes why would so why do you guys want to do that you know like why why do you want to do that and i think it comes to the fact that yes there's a lot of stuff that happens but we are able to set our life by the direction and the timeline and what we want of and and so I want you to talk a little bit more about that, why, where this came about and why you used that as something you wanted to talk to about BrainShare when you did. Yeah, it was a great event. You, you put on an awesome, awesome time of growth and I really enjoyed it. I think, you know, I love this, this quote and it's Stephen Covey, I believe, that he says, as you scramble up the ladder of success, make sure it's attached to the correct building. And, and what that means to me is like, we're all trying to like really, 
you know, build our businesses and grow and all of that, but really what for, you know, and, and that's where it comes down to like figuring out your why. And for me, autonomy is my why. Uh, that is my most important thing is, to, I mean, I, you know, there's all these different kinds of currencies that just came about, you know, we got all these new currencies, right? <laughs> to me, autonomy is the number one currency. Uh, there's nothing more important than that. And, and it's, and, you know, there's two chapters in my book that I talk about this. One is, you know, there's a, it starts out with autonomy because that's really what it's all about. And so, uh, you know, it's how do you create that? What do you do to create it? And just like you said, you, you start out in the very beginning and it's, you know, you're struggling, you're, you're working really hard and you're doing everything. And then how do you work yourself through that, uh, through that process and get to a point where, you know, you're on the other side of it and you can go on vacation for a month and the business runs really well without you. And, you know, those are really what's what's kind of exciting is to, to be able to set your business up for that. And it's not easy. And if you look at it like it's super hard until it gets easy, mm -hmm. you know, but if it's easy early, mm -hmm. then it's it's going to be hard later. Right. Mm -hmm. And so uh, there's so many things about like autonomy and I'm absolutely addicted to it. I'm addicted to like the ways that I can get more time back and, you know, be a time billionaire. Um, we are, when we're kids, we're a time billionaire. And then, you know, later on in life, your, your, your time just gets sucked up. And so I've been on a mission the last five or so years to try to get all that time back. Time you know, billionaire. I like that. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's a good, that's a, that's a really good thought. Um, yeah, I, I think that, uh, gosh, you, you threw that time billionaire in there and it, and it, and it sideswiped what I was getting ready to say. Cause you had some, some really good stuff in there. Um, uh, we, but I think really, Jason, what the, like the schedule though, is really kind of the, the most important thing, right? It's, if you think about, you know, your autonomy, right? It's, it's your most important people go on there first and you kind of build your ideal schedule out. And until I did that, until I was blocking and tacking, mm -hmm. blocking my time and putting my family on there first. So date night with my wife, time with my kids, they go first, nothing gets in the way of that. And, you know, we do that backwards sometimes and we're, you know, we use the excuse of work, we're building a business, but there's nothing more important than your family and your kids. And, and so building that ideal schedule where your, your main priorities are decided on before the week starts and you schedule time to get those main things done. Um, and, and really you know, one of the other cool things that I've been doing is I've been owning my mornings. So I've been getting up at six 30 in the morning, every morning, and I've been listening to audible podcasts and walking exercising my dog and getting out in the in the sunshine and for an hour I've been walking uh, every morning and then I come back and I work on my most important priority for one hour and so now I've exercised my dog's exercise I've learned and grow and then I've also accomplished my most important thing and so by that by the time my day starts I've already won the morning right won. and so you won the damn day already won. you already won the damn yep. day compared to other people you're exactly right and you know and yeah. I I take it and I said it at brainshare when we talked about this I do really want to say that I think that I have from listening to Billy Williams, I really have listened to him putting structure in place and doing things in my office. Um, as you know, loyal listeners, or you may not know, as you mentioned what Billy said, on Ju June 8th, I left my office for vacation this year and I came back on July 5th. Um, I was going to come back July 6th, which was actually one day later, but then I found out I had a very big meeting on the 7th, so I came back on the 5th to prepare. But my point is to you guys is that I want to say this one other thing, Billy, something I didn't tell you. I counted, you know, inside your outlook, you have, well, at least in mine, you've got the focused and then the other, you know, in your email. 
just focused, not other, because I get a bunch of dumb shit over there, but just focused, I had, it depends on how you look at it, between 60 to 65 emails that came in in the month I was gone. Now, if you're a loyal listener and you're listening to this, you're thinking, shit, I get 30 to 60 a day. I know, so did I at one time. But it comes to literally taking every email that comes in and saying, why am I doing this, right? Because even when you, and now tell me where I'm wrong here, Billy. One of the problems is, is most people in the office don't know what their job is or who should be taking emails or doing what emails. And rather than going to everybody and creating roles, I wasn't very good at that. What I started to do was just as things started coming to me, I would then take them one by one and go to somebody and say, okay, this is your job. And when this happens, this is what I expect to be done. And then the roles kind of filled themselves. I think we get overwhelmed by the fact of, well, before I tell anybody what they got to do, I got to figure out what everybody is, is doing. I think both ways are right, but that can be overwhelming. Any thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, I love that. It's, you know, when I started analyzing my time where I realized most of it was, is email, Mm -hmm. uh, it was email and my phone. And I worked really hard to work on both of those. And, uh, I actually got an email from uh, a a good friend today and asked me kind of, how do you organize your email box? And that's been a 10 year process to kind of get that down to a place where it's been brutal. Um, you know, and there's some really cool stuff you can do, uh, you know, you, you should spend some time learning how to work rules, but you should also have different email addresses. You got to make sure that you don't have your email address on your website because bots are coming in there and pulling everything off of there and they're spending, sending you these spam emails. And so we put a sales email on our website that directs it to some team member. The carrier one goes to a different team member. And so just like you said, as things come into your inbox, I'm like, this doesn't belong to me. So how do I get it sent to somebody else? So we set up rules. And if if carriers don't uh, apply to the different email addresses, I just set up a rule that I don't have to wait for them. I just make the rule go to that other person, right? And so mm-hmm. you look at your email box as, you know, I, I, I want it to be empty. So I'm unsubscribing, I'm blocking senders that I don't want. And, uh, and in the last probably several months, I've hired a personal assistant and they're inside my email box and they're working my email before I get to it. And I'm only handling things that they they've left for me to handle. So, uh, now I'm, I'm blessed that I hope people send me an email every once in a while. It used to be like four hours of my day and now it's, uh, it's a different story, but that took about 10 years. So it's not an easy, but it is a different story. So Billy, it's taken me, it, I don't have it as well down as you do, but it's taken me at least two, three years of solid getting this down. Okay. But, 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 but what you just said is so crazy and loyal listeners is so true. We have been so conditioned that this is what we do is we just, that's what we do, right? You don't have a to-do list. You just go look at your emails and you do them. Man, when you don't, when you start, stop getting emails, that's where you really have to become an owner and say, okay, this is the opportunity for me to work on my business, right? That's what we get. We get to this thing and it's like, it, it almost feels so weird that you're not getting the emails that I must be doing something wrong. Like I need to get busy. I need to go to ask my team if they need me. And it's like, no, Jason, you've created this so you can actually work on your business. That's where most business owners get left to dry because now that when we have time to work on our business, now you got to figure out what the hell to work on, right? That's so many of these things, it's not like, and loyal listeners, you just don't get all of a sudden to get two emails a day and all of a sudden everything's joyful. No, then it gets weird. Then you got to really figure out where I'm going to help people. Right, Billy? Absolutely. Yeah, it just changes it's over weird, time. Man. And 
you know, it's analyzing again where you're spending your time and asking the question, what's the profit in this, right? Is this the right thing that I should be spending my time on? And it's the same thing with our cell phones. I mean, it's a it's a problem. And it was a problem for me too. It's a problem for my kids. And I had to put systems in place. I had to, you know, not touch my phone until 11 o'clock because the thing dings. And then I'm 30 minutes into it. I'm looking at all this other stuff that it wasn't, that wasn't my priority. That wasn't my plan. Um, I, I put it in a box when I get home for dinner uh, and don't bring it back out. So, I mean, I had to put these things in place because I didn't have the willpower. And so I had to kind of no. create these things so that I wasn't time sucked. And again, when you're on a mission and you have a why and you're, you're getting after something, those things start to matter. It starts to piss you off when you're wasting your mm-hmm. time on things that, you know, that are not productive, that are, that can be automated or delegated. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. Billy, let's talk about some stuff that will really piss some people off. So I couldn't do this. I couldn't talk more about this at BrainShare. I brought it up, but I started getting pushback, and I couldn't go much further because I think people in there would have started taking it personally, okay? So we don't have to mention any names, but this is something we talked about, the cell phone. I brought this up at BrainShare, and a lot of people were like, Okay, so loyal listeners, my I said don't we have a problem with cell phones in our office? People are on them too much. They're using them too much. There, it's creating issues. And I used to think this, Billy, um, back when I was a smaller agency owner. But I used to think to myself, well, if your cust- if your employees getting the job done, it shouldn't matter how much they're on the phone. <clears throat> Well, okay, we can go back and forth on that. And people are like, well, Jason, maybe you're you're not giving them the right stuff or you're, you're not trusting them with this. And then I've got some people who are like, oh, we do a bunch of marketing, so my person's got to be on their cell phone. I'm telling you what right now, I think it is one of the biggest time sucks that we have in our in, in our office. There's hands down, no doubt. I have people in my office and I have enough of them so they can't point this out who it is, that they are specifically mothers, okay, and I actually do have two fathers who are constantly on their cell phone with their kids. And and it, and it gets to the point where even if they're not, I hear them talking at least for probably 10 to 15 minutes over the course of a couple of days. I know they're definitely texting. And someone says, well, then what, what, before I get into this, what do you think about that, Billy? What do you think about cell phone usage inside an agency? Yeah. I mean, I think that you have to be honest with yourself that there's an absolute distraction going on and there is a problem with it. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. we have very hard workers and stuff like that. So I just try to find the balance of it, but I do make sure that they're aware and we have the discussion about, Hey, this thing is addicting and it's got all of us. Uh, it's designed. People are spending billions and billions of dollars to addict us into those. And, you know, I just kind of have to remind them that, that's what's happening. And, um, and, and I, you know, we just created an environment where everyone's so busy that they don't have a whole lot of extra time. Um, and so it's a kind of, kind of a balance between those two things. Uh, Mm -hmm. but you know, 
there is probably that's probably a, a pandemic inside people's agencies right now, and they you know they may or may not realize how much time because if you think about where uh, it was bought, it was getting me, so it's got to be getting them right. So mm-hmm. it's def- definitely mm-hmm. a problem. Well, and a lot of my friends and even my coworkers and are not coworkers, but also business uh, partners and stuff, they'll say, Jason, I call you on the phone during the day and I never get you. I said, no, 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 no. You're calling me on my cell phone mm-hmm. and you're not getting mm-hmm. me. If you emailed me or if you called my office, you would get me. I don't have my cell phone and you will not believe how many times I leave at lunch. And I leave my cell phone at lunch by accident. And I'm like, oh crap. And my wife's like, how did you not, how do you not have your cell phone on you? I'm like, I'm working. I got like seven other million ways that someone could contact me. LinkedIn, Twitter. I mean, you just take your guess. You can get me, but not on my cell phone because it's distracting as can be, you know? So man, I tell you what, that lit up that room because I think there's a lot of people who want to admit it's a problem, but I here's, here's what I think, Billy, and this is totally it. I don't think, I think they're just as clueless as us to how to fix it, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to, if people could make it go away in their office, they do it in a damn minute. Right. Yeah. But they all want to be nice and be like, Oh, well, Sally's got kids. She got to talk to him 700 times a day. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, we have doesn't. 15 landlines. If somebody needs to get in touch with you in the office, there's definitely an easy way for them to get through. If there's no emergencies that, that it's required or needed. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I got a direct line and everything. I yeah. mean, every time that's exactly right. So, but you know what my, uh, people who do deal with me a lot of have built around that. So, um, I last, but not least, I just want to pull out another thing that I know is probably in this book. And one thing I always love to listen to you talk about every time you talk about it, you always bring some new shit up that blows my mind. Um, hiring and something that it's a constant thing you do. Obviously you talk about this in the book. Yeah. Yeah, this uh, and recruiting is what I mean. Yeah. Recruiting, recruiting and hiring. Yeah. Yeah. So this is something that, again, that, you know, that's what I love about like speaking and writing and putting stuff in books is that it makes you better and it improves what you already were doing. Cause it's like, I got to make this as good as possible, right? If I'm going to sell this to somebody, um, I got to make it as, as the True. best it can be, right? So we, True. we, uh, I, I totally enhanced our recruiting and our, uh, hiring process. We already had, we had like 17 steps and I brought it to 21 steps, uh, of things that we do. And it's crazy. And I created my own, uh, website. Uh, if people want to check it out. It's hiring for brightwaypvb.com. You can kind of see, but it basically, it's a recruiting mechanism for us. Um, I created business cards that have basically, um, literally right here is a, it looks like the business card is right here if you can't see it online, but it basically just says belly to belly recruiting, right? You're out in the public, you're at a coffee shop, you're at a restaurant and you go, Hey, I'm so impressed by you. If you're ever looking to change careers, give me a call, right? It has testimonials from my team on the back of what it's like to work there. Oh, and you little sucker. And, See, I didn't even know about that one, Billy. Yeah, I'll tell you testimonials inside of our ads increased our response 500%. So I just asked my team, Hey, can you tell us what it's like to work here? And they, they poured into, it, it was awesome what they said. And, and here's the thing, like we forget in our industry, like we're hiring for things like CSRs and producers. No one outside of the market knows what that is. And they're very confused by what it would be to even work here. So we get them on board. You know, we find younger folks and we basically trick them into being in, in the insurance business, just like we all were tricked to get into it. And so we're driving everybody into the into the website. So all of our land, air, and sea recruiting online. Um, LinkedIn has a new process right now where you can just 
change your profile and say I'm hiring and it puts a little banner below it. And we've been doing this for two weeks and we've gotten like 12 applicants just for, just for doing that. So there's, I wondered why they were asking me that question. Yeah. That's what it does. Yep. It puts a okay. pretty cool. So, I mean, again, okay. you should be recruiting every single way possible. So, you know, when we're out in the community, we're recruiting, we're talking to our team about recruiting. And when we hire somebody, we want to get 200 applicants through it. But the awesome thing that I've done again about autonomy is we're going to get 200 applicants, but I'm only dealing with two of them. The steps are all automated because the website drives it. There's a video explaining what the position is. It's talking people out of the job. It's you know telling them about the job. And then it's doing an online interview inside the website. Then it's doing a personality and cognitive test inside the website. And then my hiring manager gets it, reviews it, does a social media check, and then sets them up for a 15-minute phone interview. And so these steps are all happening where I'm not doing any of it. And then I get involved around step 11. And, you know, and my job is to talk them out of it, um, get them excited a little bit, and then try to talk them out of doing it, right? So because it's a hard business and, you know, most people are not honest when you're interviewing. So we, we it's like two people lying to each other. So we're basically in there trying to tell them exactly what it is and what it's not, you know, and so... The recruiting has been really cool. Um, we've added five people in the last year to the team, and uh, it's been awesome. And, and they're great people. And so it just allows us to exponentially grow, which is really great. I, I, I never – I've always just hired the best people that I thought. Um, I got lucky uh, two hires ago, and I hired someone who was very capable. I love using that word, Billy, mm -hmm. because – there's a difference. There's a difference between someone who can do the job or someone, but someone who's capable. And what I have found out is somebody who's capable, they can think on their own, right? They can do more than just the process. They can handle the situation that comes up. They're a problem solver, regardless of what the problem is. And uh, yeah, capable people, unbelievable. Billy, you've been fantastic. I always like to keep these short. Um, that's my new thing. I try to keep them around 30 minutes. Um, but I, I really, truly do um, love the fact, where can people find this book? Amazon? Yeah. Everywhere? Yeah. So uh, Chris Langell helped, actually helped me with the website. The guy's awome. I built a website, Billy Billy uh, wagnercom And so what I'm but basically, and then, you know, it's in Amazon. It's on Amazon. It's uh, I, I'm so grateful to the community that we have. Our community is awesome. I mean, they support so much mm -hmm. stuff. I mean, literally every single day people are posting that they bought it and it's helped them. And, and it just keeps, I mean, I'm just blown away by how well it's sold. And, and all this is to raise money for charity. I want to be the example in the community. So we're giving back and, you know, the, the first proceeds of the book are going to go to re, um, you know, redesigning the outside of our uh, mission house, which is a, a homeless shelter in our community. So that's what it's about. It's giving back, being an example yeah, of giving yeah, back. Yeah. And so I know it can help people. It's, uh, it's, there's basically so many tactical strategies in the book. Uh, there's, you know, how we built uh, over 100% referral-based business. We get almost 5,000 referrals a year. How do we do that? How do we compensate our people? Everyone always asks that question. How do you, how do you pay people? It's, you know, how do you build your ideal schedule? Uh, you know, all, it's all kinds of stuff in that book. There's a lot in there. And 
what it will allow you to do is is if you want to go, you know, I'm, I'm building a community as well. And so I think what I'll end up doing is doing a couple of course trainings and doing it online. And again, trying to give back to the community because people are going to read the book and that might be enough for them and they're going to grow. But there might be some people that want to go a little bit deeper and I'm going to help them build something and build some of the stuff out there, like their hiring process and those kind of things. Yeah. I, I, de- I definitely think so. I think that there's a lot of people that are excited about this. What the hell? Oh, I'm a... oh shit! I thought I thought I was hearing somebody there, but anyways, the damn thing goofed up. I'll tell you what, I am not slick today when it comes to my podcast. See, I knew there was somebody out there screaming. Isn't that weird that that happened? I cut it out and it came back, even though yeah. that they're still they just love Billy. I mean, it really really happens. But Billy, dude, seriously, I do appreciate everything that that you that you are doing out there, and I do appreciate our community because seriously, I mean, it's it's the greatest industry God ever created, and I think I. Th- I think when people hear me say that, they may have a reason why I said that, right? Like they're like, I'll be talking about financial freedom and I'll say it's the greatest industry God ever created. Well, I'm not saying it's the greatest industry God ever created because of my financial freedom. That's just one thing, right? right? It has to do with the community of the people that we have, being a mentor, being an empire builder, being someone in your community, having flexible schedule, financial freedom, those different types of things, dealing with the people we do, giving the opportunity that you are to somebody, trying to talk them out of a job that could actually probably be the best job that they've ever had. I mean, those are just some of the greatest things that we're rewarded with doing, bettering people, bettering ourselves, giving our lives a better our, our families. I mean, you and your son, I believe, or have a goal to go to every NBA stadium and watch a game. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, over the next 10 years. So yeah, he's 14 years yeah. old. And so my daughter and I are going to go to like theater and shows. So I mean, we kind of just create these goals because you remember, and you know this, Jason, when they get, you know, 16, they get a car see ya, you know, so I'm, I'm purposely planting those seeds of things that I know he loves that we'll be able to love together. And so, and then you're just kind of creating those opportunities where it's a few times a year we go to the game and we went to the, uh, Boston Celtics, Miami heat game. And, uh, we went in the middle of the, I mean, we basically, he got home at four in the morning and had an exam at 8am, you know, we spent the whole, and it's kind of an experience. I mean, it was awesome. But it was crazy that we did it, and he was so surprised, right? So you kind of create these experiences with your family, and you know you do it, you do it intentionally, and you kind of just create these, um, you create these goals together, and then you, you then you crush them. And most people who have an eight foot five job can't always do that. That's one of the reasons why we do what we do. Billy, I appreciate you very much. Thanks for everything that you do for the industry, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate you as well. Hey, all you loyal listeners, you know what I do because I do it for you. Tell me your thoughts and tell me your ideas, and I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. This has been Cass. He's Wagner. First name, Billy. We're out. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is. To, to fix a problem, the first thing you've got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. 
But if you can't do any of them good, or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.